Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 85 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bandt. One of the most common questions I get asked is, how do I stop thinking or feeling this way for no reason? This means that the girlfriend feels jealous or scared or anxious without her partner giving her a reason to. I'm sure you can relate to this because most grumpy girlfriends have partners who aren't really doing anything wrong. So today, I want to break down and walk you through what it means to think or feel something, quote-unquote, without reason, (laughs) and the best way to manage your unreasonable fears. Because the way most people do it is completely useless. And please... Buckle up, (laughs) because this episode might get a little bit complicated at times, but I'll do my best to make it as clear as possible. Let's start by looking at the concept of reason when it comes to thoughts and feelings. When we say that our partners aren't giving us a reason to feel this way, what we're saying is that there is no circumstance that validates my thoughts and feelings. If asked what it means to have reason to feel this way, most girlfriends would start listing shady, dishonest, secretive, unreliable behaviors from their partners. That would be a good reason to feel jealous, anxious, or scared that the relationship will end. So far, so good, right? Well, yeah, but when we think of it this way, we kind of forget where thoughts and feelings come from. We are linking them very closely, dangerously closely, with the circumstance of our partner's behaviors. And giving that behavior power to either validate or, in this case, not validate how we think and feel. I know it might be getting a little bit confusing at this point, but let me try to like really simplify. Your partner's behavior is a neutral, meaning not good or bad, right or wrong, no judgment. It's a neutral circumstance until it enters your brain and you decide what to make it mean. You have the power to assign any meaning to any circumstance. Those thoughts and that meaning generates your emotions in your body. Circumstance, thought, feeling. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll recognize that order. When we say, I have no reason to feel this way, we are saying, if the circumstance was different, my feelings would be correct, but now my feelings are incorrect. It can very easily sound like I am arguing for, like self-gaslighting at this point, as if I'm saying, hey, even if your partner is acting shady, you still don't have any reason to feel bad, you know? You should feel happy regardless of what your partner is or isn't doing. This isn't a completely uncommon way of interpreting the teaching 
that you control your emotions and your thoughts are always 100% up to you. But the opposite is actually true in this case when it comes to what I'm encouraging you to do. I am actually telling you to stop telling yourself that you have no reason to feel this way based on your partner's behaviors. Stop using the circumstance to validate your thoughts and feelings. Stop assigning certain thoughts and feelings to a specific circumstance as if they're linked to each other. We don't want to look to the circumstance in order to find the reason for how we feel. So, what am I saying then? What are you supposed to do instead? I am offering you that the reason comes from your brain, not from your partner's behavior. If you're thinking that your relationship might end and you don't want it to, that is the reason for feeling afraid. If you're thinking your partner might cheat on you and you feel jealous or panicked about that, that is your reason. And in both of these examples, your partner might be on and off about the relationship or 100% all in, or your partner might be 100% faithful or staying late at the office five days a week. But these neutral circumstances don't give you reason. Your thoughts about them do. Meaning you always have reason. And in certain situations, circumstances, you're going to want to choose thoughts that make you feel good and relaxed and calm and happy. And in other situations, you'll want to choose thoughts that don't feel amazing. Every time you tell me that you have no reason to feel this way, I get what you mean. You mean that your partner is great and lovely and supportive and trustworthy. But what I want you to understand is that you do have a reason to feel this way. And that reason lives inside your brain. So step one to managing your unreasonable fears is stop telling yourself you have no reason to feel this way. This doesn't mean that you should feel this way. It also doesn't mean that your feeling is a sign that something is actually happening up in the circumstance. No. But you absolutely have reason for feeling it. Any human who thinks the thoughts that you think would feel those emotions in their body. So there is your reason. You're welcome. Another reason I think that this for no reason question is so common is because I think it stems from an unrealistic expectation. An unrealistic expectation of how girlfriends should think or feel in relationships with good partners. If your partner isn't doing anything bad or wrong, you should just be happy naturally. You shouldn't be anxious or suspicious or jealous because your partner isn't giving you any reason to be. Again, we're back using external circumstances and your partner's behaviors to control and validate how you feel. But 
This time around, I want to point out something else. When you are in a relationship with someone that you love and want to be with, and this person has free will to do whatever they want, including ending the relationship, that is a constant threat of pain looming over you. You love this thing, and this thing might go away. If the thing you love goes away, or even worse, chooses to go away from you, that would cause pretty intense pain. There's literally no girlfriend in the world who loves her partner who wouldn't feel pain if the relationship were to end. That pain is present for everyone, and that threat of pain is present for anyone who's in a relationship. That pain feels scary for everyone. The difference between you and other girlfriends who aren't anxious, jealous, or scared is not that they are reasonable and therefore happy and that you aren't. It's not that they see how great and trustworthy their partners are and you don't. It's not that they 100% believe that they will never get hurt and you, you struggle to believe that. No. The difference between you and the other girlfriend who isn't anxious, jealous, or scared is that she knows that she has reason to fear the relationship ending, but she doesn't let that take over her life. She knows it will hurt if the relationship were to end, but she doesn't try to prevent it. She has accepted that free will is a prerequisite for love and would rather enjoy the benefits of that than fear the risks. I really want you to see this, that girlfriends who aren't jealous, anxious, or scared They don't believe in a fantasy about never getting hurt, left, or cheated on. They haven't succeeded to convince their brains that bad things will never happen. But they have made peace with it, and they choose to be happy anyway. This is about choice. Just as I covered in last week's episode, you need to choose what to prioritize present pleasure and love, or protection from potential future pain at present pleasure's expense. At its very core, you always have a reason to fear the relationship ending, no matter how lovely and committed and kind and supportive your partner is, as long as they have free will there's the risk of the relationship ending. There's the risk of hurt. And trying to convince yourself otherwise will just make you spin. Because your brain will never believe it 100%. And this is what most girlfriends do wrong. They think the solution to unreasonable anxiety, jealousy, and fear is to work really hard at convincing yourself that you have no reason to feel this way. It's not gonna happen. You know your partner will never cheat or never leave. You're trying to lie to yourself. And your brain just isn't buying it. 
because you do have reason. And once you have accepted that you do have reason to feel jealousy, anxiety, or fear that the relationship will end, well, then you can start managing those emotions and start managing your brain. But as long as you're trying to convince yourself that there are no tigers in the jungle and that you're 100% safe, you will constantly feel that inner resistance. The part of your brain that is keeping you alive and safe will always fight you on that. But if you say, hey, there are tigers. We're not going to pretend that there aren't. Here's what we are going to do to stay safe, knowing that there are tigers in the jungle. Well, then your primitive brain will relax a little. Because now it can actually trust that you're not trying to blow smoke up its ass. So how does all of this transfer into your relationship situation? Well, step one was accepting that you always have reason. Because reason doesn't come from your partner's behavior, but from your brain. And the fact that any relationship can end at any time. That's all the reason you'll ever need. Step two is realizing that happy, relaxed, confident girlfriends face the exact same threats as you do. Their partners can lie, cheat, and leave just as much as yours can. So it's not what your partner does or doesn't do that controls how you feel. Now, step three is all about managing these reasonable fears that you have. Because it's your inability to manage reasonable fears that makes them so much worse and so overwhelming in your life. So now we have spent 14 minutes convincing you that these unreasonable fears that you have actually are reasonable. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, But how do we go about managing these reasonable fears? Let me tell you. First, you need to process the fear in your body and make peace with the worst case scenario. This is a must, because if you skip this part, you'll be acting from and making decisions from a place of fear, which rarely leads to the most amazing results in your life. And I want to encourage you to listen to episode 46 called The Worst That Can Happen and How to Stop Obsessing Over It to learn more about what making peace with the worst case scenario actually means and how to do it. Secondly, once you can think clearly about the situation without this really intense fear clouding your judgment, I want you to make a plan. What is within your control and what isn't? When it comes to relationship-specific fears, how you show up and what you do or don't do is in your control. What your partner does isn't. This is what we usually call boundaries. A plan for you to have your own back and protect yourself So that you can allow your partner to make their own choices and do whatever they want. And most importantly, be happy and relaxed until shit hits the fan. 
if you're not clear on what you are going to do to take care of yourself, if these things were to happen, you'll feel unnecessarily unsafe. So this is a little self-love, self-respect exercise for you. Just make sure you don't commit to any boundaries that you are not prepared to follow through on. Because if you set boundaries that you know you're not going to follow through on if something were to happen, well, one, you don't get that relaxation, happiness, enjoyment, and relief until it happens because you know you can't trust yourself. And two, it'll have the opposite effect on your relationship with yourself and your feeling of safety. I am going to make a full episode soon on boundaries because there are so many misconceptions and mistakes that people make when setting them, which leads to not getting the full benefit of having boundaries in place. And we don't want that. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that coming episode. So now that you have processed the fear, which you will have to do probably many times over, and made a response plan or a boundary plan for yourself, what's next? This is where thought work comes into the picture. Mind management, practicing new helpful thoughts, creating new neural pathways in your brain and choosing what to focus on. Remember, it's not that you don't have reason to worry. You do, and that's okay. But even if you have reason to worry and be scared, you don't have to be 24-7. So combined with learning to feel any emotion without fear, this is the only way to change your thought patterns over time. You need to actually put effort into doing it. You need to lovingly redirect your focus without dismissing your primitive fear and without shaming yourself, you're not shifting focus because your worry is unreasonable or wrong. You are shifting focus because you have made peace with the worst that can happen and you do have a plan to take care of yourself if it does. You literally can't do more than that right now. Worry pretends to be necessary, even though it's not. It feels really important to worry all of the time, but it serves no real purpose. You have now already done everything in your power to stay safe in a relationship that risks ending one day. Now, you get to enjoy yourself until that happens. You are not supposed to prevent it. You are not supposed to avoid it. You're supposed to be happy, in love, and enjoy your relationship. That's what relationships are for. And it might end one day. And it might hurt like hell. And that's okay. These truths are supposed to coexist in the world. And it's possible to relax and be at peace with that. Fear, anxiety, and jealousy isn't about your partner and their behavior. 
So we can just drop the habit of searching for reason in what they do or don't do. Fear, anxiety, and jealousy is primitive and totally reasonable. But as a human being with a evolved prefrontal cortex, you don't have to live in fear of things that are reasonable to fear to a certain extent. All you have to do is take the necessary precautions to be okay and then have a really good time. A big part of what I help my clients learn is how to be okay no matter what. This is a skill that a lot of girlfriends lack, which causes a lot of anxiety, jealousy, grumpiness, and fear. But it's really important for your present moment happiness and enjoyment to trust that you have your own back, regardless of what's happening in the world around you. If you want to learn how to have your own back and genuinely believe that you'll be okay no matter what, go to katrinbrandt.com to read more about my coaching program. I also have a brand new coaching offer called the two-hour intensive. This is perfect for you who are just starting out and want a solid plan from the get-go. Or for you who have been doing this work for some time now and you do see progress, but you've gotten a little bit stuck. The two-hour intensive will help nudge you in the right direction and keep your progress going. You'll find information about both options on my website, katrinband.com. I'll see you back here next week for another episode. Bye-bye.